Welcome to the Holiday Heroes of Jersey podcast, where you'll hear profiles of the people making a difference through the Greater Newark Holiday Fund. Every year, the Holiday Fund empowers 10 amazing regional charities to deliver real help to real people right here in Jersey. Join us this holiday season as we bring you stories of changed lives and renewed hope made possible by generous donations and the dedicated people helping our neighbors who need it most across the greater Newark, New Jersey region. Are you ready? Let's get to today's session. Well, hello, friends. My name is Kenny Jang. As you know, I'm the host of the Holiday Heroes of Jersey podcast, broadcasting from New Jersey, the home base of the Greater Newark Holiday Fund. Today's conversation, we have another holiday hero we want to put a spotlight onto and share with you because so many of our holiday heroes are these unsung heroes in the background um, that don't have the recognition, and we want to make sure that we, we give this recognition and appreciation right here on this podcast. Uh, and we started this podcast to shine a light on these individuals, people that are just like you and me, but who have made the decision to just make a difference where it counts, right here in our own backyard of the Garden State. And so I'm lucky to have uh, today with us uh, John Westerville. Thank you so much for being with us, John. Thanks, Kenny. Appreciate it. So, John, you're with Catholic Charities and the Mount Carmel Guild of uh, Behavioral Health, right? Um, Tell us, let's just get right to it. Thank you, first of all, for coming out of the office and and breaking from your busy schedule. Uh, let, Let me know a little bit about what your role is and the background of your organization for people that might not have heard of Catholic Charities. Uh, Kenny, we've been around since 1903. Uh, my role here is the Chief Executive Officer of Catholic Charities. I've been here 35 years. Uh, started my career in, in finance and now as the CEO. And the great, we had, last year served over 80,000 people in 88 different programs wow. in 35 different locations throughout Hudson, Union, Bergen, and Essex, which make up the Archdiocese. Again, uh, I invite everyone to come out and see what we do. It's a wonderful organization. And I've been proud to be the CEO for the last five years, but 35 years here at the agency. Definitely. Now, Catholic Charities is an organization where the reputation precedes yourself, right? People have heard of the brand name of the organization. You see its work um, quite in a few, a few places across New Jersey when you're going out and about. Um, one of the reasons we brought you on here today is because um, your agency, which is a partner of the Greater Newark Holiday Fund this year, is doing some great work. And I want to share with the listeners today um, a little bit about your story and just the, the, the behind the scenes a little bit about Catholic Charities. Tell us a little bit about how you first got involved five years ago with the organization. Uh, actually, 35 years ago, right out of school, uh, I applied for a position here at Catholic Charities, uh, got a job in finance, and uh, worked my way up all the way to CEO. Again, um, as I always say, it, um, didn't think I was going to be here that long, but uh, again, uh, I'm a privileged and proud of being as agency's head leader at CCAN. Uh, again, I came here. Uh, Nun asked me to come. I came, and I thought I wasn't going to be here much longer. She needed somebody to help out, and uh, ended up 35 years later, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, so like over these last 35 years, I think um, you must have seen quite uh, a change in transformation of not just – the organization, but in response to the whole region and area, right? New Jersey has has uh, evolved into such a different place today than it was 30, 40 years ago. 
Um, what's one of the biggest changes that you've seen in the landscape of, of your organizations uh, serving the people that are in need? The need has really grown over my years. Uh, when I first started here uh, 35 years ago, we were serving about 12,000 people a year. And today we're up over 80, uh, 75 to 80,000 people served by our, our agency today. Again, I think it has to do a lot to the funding from state, local, and county governments have uh, cut back on a lot of funding to serve some of the programs we run. Again, throughout the donations to the Great North Holiday Fund and through private people, we continue to still have the same programs, but funded through a lot of donations. Yeah, and the, the breadth and depth of Catholic Charities is um, pretty impressive, right? Some of the stats that I saw recently from your annual reports are saying that, hey, look, we gave away almost a quarter million pounds of food. That's about 120 tons of food to needy families. Um, over 30,000 households for emergency food programs, uh, mental health services. You're, you're serving thousands and thousands of people there as well. Job training is something that you guys do, right? Uh, yes, I think over 45,000 days worth of job training. Yeah. And even just this, the, the thing that everyone sees, right? The um, helping of the homeless individuals and families in need for, with uh, just shelter. Um, I think the stat was almost 100,000 nights of shelter for those in need in our area, especially this winter season that comes to mind. Um, what are some of the other things that you guys are involved in? Because there's just so, I mean, 88 programs, that's just, that's a lot. But categorically, can you help our listeners understand the, the different areas that you guys are focusing on? Yep. We have, uh, we do about a lot of through mental health services. We do our shelters. We are one of the largest shelter systems in the state of New Jersey. We have about 350 beds a night filled by our homeless shelters, single men and women, as well as family with children. Uh, we do immigration services, workforce development, early childhood uh, schools, as well as special needs schools throughout the four counties of the archdiocese. So that's what makes up those 88 programs. That's, that's incredible. And so when you're talking about this, um, how large is your um, staff as well as your volunteer base for serving and delivering all these services? We have 800 employees. Uh, we have roughly about 200 volunteers. And we have other volunteers that come in just regularly on a, maybe a, a monthly basis and, uh, and corporations, out, outpour of corporations uh, throughout the year to help us throughout to get through some of the needs we need for our individuals. Right. And you are a 501c3 nonprofit? Yes, we are. Correct. And so I just think of the, the massive operations that you're basically a CEO of. Um, your team does so much, you know, heavy lifting on the ground. Um, do you have, uh, I guess, uh, an uplifting story that you can share with us about your staffers or volunteers to help our listeners better understand some of the things that, how meaningful the services uh, that you guys provide are to any individual families or clients that come into uh, engagement with Catholic Charities? Oh, Kenny, absolutely. I mean, every day, and that, again, is a pleasure being the CEO here. How many stories and how many letters I get from former clients and people we've served throughout the year. I just recently, uh, the last couple of weeks, have received one from one of our mental health clients. She's coming to see us for over 20 years, and now she's healthy. She's off uh, drugs, and she, now she's volunteering to come back to the program. So good. And help out with other people who are struggling as well. She just recently uh, wrote me a letter saying she's been uh, asking us to help her out to go to Puerto Rico and stuff to give stuff. She makes up 
little hand baskets and stuff. And she's been getting that off to people down in Puerto Rico and stuff like that for our, but she's, it's so good to see clients give back to other clients who have gone through the same scenarios throughout their life. And, and that's what makes it really important when you see one life, we save one life a day here at Catholic Charities. It's, and and okay. that just, that's, that must be so moving when you see that full circle and because it's evidence of real change and real impact, right? It's not just sustainment, but you're really breaking the cycles here. Absolutely. And I said, we have had days like everybody out there who runs a major corporation has days. But when you go home at night and you say to yourself, I saved that one individual today, it made it all worthwhile to all of us as well as my 800 staff. I couldn't do it without those 800 staff members we have. I mean, we're I'm involved every day. And again, every day, I'm going to have an indirect uh, approach to each of our clients. But again, uh, I do sign the checks for all our employees and all our giving that we give out to other clients. So I feel at least I have a touch someone's life each day. And so um, can you tell us a little bit about um, your financial needs? Because sometimes uh, a large organization like Catholic Charities, it, it's easy for someone to start to think, oh, they don't need my money. My donation is so small that it's not going to make an impact why would I give there? Could you share with someone in that position to really help them understand why every single dollar does matter? This is some of the things that we were talking about before. Um, if you could just help articulate that so that people understand that, no, this isn't some behemoth that has margin and extra piles of resources everywhere that you guys are stewarding every single dollar that comes in. Absolutely, Ken. Like I said before, our mission and our programs haven't changed over the last 35 to 40 years. We continue to be the same program. Again, have them been cut through fun funding? Absolutely. But again, where would the individual clients go without the help of Catholic Charities? So no dollars too little. And like I said, no dollars too big either. Whatever <laughs> it, anybody could feel that they, they can do and provide. We're right now going through our annual giving and right now, we sent it out like three weeks ago. We're already up to $50,000. Again, it, it's those things to help throughout the year. Again, our shelters, we have to come up with a million dollars each year to continue our 350 people a night in our shelters and over 100,000 bed nights. Again, uh, we, we're committed to that. And the people who outpour to me every day asking, can we give 10, 25 off? It all adds up at the end. And again, at the end of the day, when you see those you know, millions of people that we served uh, get back on their life. And the stories, I could tell you stories in my 35 years here. It's unbelievable. The people we helped and people are back working again, back. They just needed that little help, that little helping hand. And I tell everybody the same thing. $10, $15 gave that helping hand to someone that just needed a little push to get back in society and start working again. And we have numerous stories of people who've created their own businesses, but mm -hmm. they were homeless a year ago. So um, I just want to pause or just uh, <laughs> marinate on just one number you just threw out. You're saying there's over 300 people per day that need shelter that you guys are providing for at this point. Is that true? That's correct, Kenny. We have so That means even like tonight, a couple hundred people tonight, as we listen, whenever someone's listening to this, tonight there's going to be a couple hundred people in New Jersey, in our own backyard, across the counties that we serve, that don't have a home that is needs shelter from the cold and winter that's outside right now. That's correct, Kenny. And again, it's single men and women, but there's also a lot of families out there. We have of those 350 beds, there's about 130 beds that's strictly just families with children. 
Now, um, where are these beds located? Where are your facilities located? I know that in terms of um, support, you are typically in Bergen, Essex, Hudson, and Union County. Is that correct? That's correct, Kenny. Most of our biggest shelters are in Hudson County and, and Newark in Essex County. So uh, between the two of them is where the 350 beds a night are. Wow. And that's just, um, it's amazing to think that um, it's easy to think of that stuff just happening in New York City or somewhere else, but it's actually happening here in Jersey. Our neighbors are in need, um, in such dire need right now. Absolutely. When I started here 35 years ago, it was always uh, during the winter months is cold. We always had more people in our shelters. Uh, Today, the number doesn't change no matter if it's warm, hot, or cold out. It doesn't change. And what we're seeing more is elderly people coming into our shelters uh, because their pension is not enough to keep them going. So they come to the shelter. They've been kicked out of their homes or, or their uh, rental facilities. And again, we're seeing more older people in our facilities now. Right. And then even demographics, I mean, to get rid of those assumptions, it's not just the image of the the male homeless person that you see on TV or in the movies um, that the clients that are coming these days, that are struggling that do need to ask for help uh, come across all spectrums um, recently or today, right? It's, it's That's not correct. just limited That's to correct. one specific yeah. type of demographic. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We're getting calls every day from people here in Newark throughout Jersey city asking us, can we take them uh, for the night? And again, we don't, terminate anybody we don't ask anybody we don't where their funding is what they have what they just come in have a meal sit down discuss what your issues are and we address them the next day and we try to get them help and again they're usually in 40 to 60 days in our shelters but we don't throw anybody out we continue to keep them until we find a place for them and that's what i love is that it's not just shelter you guys are actually supporting them and trying to get them to the next step what's and one of the great reasons why to support a charity like yours that's holistic and has the capacity to provide additional mental health services um, vocational training services, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we're asking everyone here as a holiday here, if you had a magic wand and you, and you had one personal holiday wish for the program, what would that be? What would you love to see John happen this next year for Catholic charities? I would love to see our shelter beds go down. I mean, I think at the end of the day, if we can end homelessness, like we've been trying for many years, would it be the greatest thing for me as CEO of Catholic Charities? Again, I go out there every day and I see people in our shelters and it's just heartwarming to see children two, three years old being put in a shelter because they can't find a place to live. So if Catholic Charities could do anything the next couple of years is to try to get our number of beds down and get people back to work back in uh, affordable housing throughout the state in, in, in buildings and stuff to get these people out of our shelters. Again, wraparound services is a big thing. You just can't put people into a housing unit and say, yeah. hi, you need those wraparound services. And again, as you said before, Kenny, Catholic Charities has a lot of services that can provide. If it's in the drug counseling, alcohol, or mental health services or anything, crisis intervention, Catholic Charities are there to help the client from the day we meet them until they're on their own. And after that, we can still follow up with them as well. So can we talk a little bit about that? Because I think that's important. Many people don't think about what the actual process or experiences in a shelter. Um, It isn't just a bed and warmth and food. Um, As you said, many clients uh, tend to end up staying um, several weeks um, while they're, they're in that situation. 
Um, is there, what, what is the type of um, support system? Because I'm assuming that there's relationships that are developed or try to be developed with every single individual or family that comes in. Um, is there a, a referral system that goes out? How, how does that work, um, you know, on a high level? What, what happens, Kenny, I'll take you through a client coming in right now to St. Lucie Shelter in Jersey City. It's right down by the Holland Tunnel. We get, like I said, we get 125 to 150 people, single men and women there a night. What happens is sometimes police officers drop them off. Sometimes the county drops them off. And some people just walk off the street because they know it's St. Lucie's. Mm-hmm. They come in. The minute we get them in, we don't we engage with them right away. And we talk to them and say, listen, let's get you clean clothes. Let's get you into a shower. Let's get you some food. And tomorrow, when you wake up after being in a nice bed all night in the heat, we're going to actually sit down and discuss a plan of action for you so mm-hmm. you can get back into society. So next day, our counselors meet with them. If it's a drug issue, we have drug people talking to them. If it's a housing issue, we have housing counselors in it. Whatever services we can provide, we work the next day. And then we continue to work throughout the week with them, and we get them placed. Immediately, we start bringing them into programs. We integrate them into our programs that we currently have. And this way, again, sometimes it's just a couple of days in the program, and they move on. And sometimes it takes a little longer. But again, our services are right there the next day on the ground. And it's fully on site. It's not like you're referring them with a tick and they have to go off somewhere else um, and it's on their own, right? No, absolutely. All the services are provided at our shelters. Yeah. I think that's one of the critical things uh, and one of the, I think, successes of your program in particular um, is to have, again, that integration and support system. Um, great stuff that you guys are doing at Catholic Charity. So um, during this holiday season, there's just so many good charities to support and some of them come out of the woodwork um, during the holiday season, as you know. Um, After hearing some of the stories that we talked about today, there's definitely people that are now, I guess, leaning forward in their chairs and thinking about, hey, this is a good time to potentially um, take the money that we are earmarking for charities, charitable contributions this uh, winter, and this might be the time to give. And um, if you were, had that person in front of you right now, what would you say to that person that's interested or on the fence or curious to, to get them to actually take action today? What's the meaningful message that you can give to them right now? Ken, I would say to them right now, uh, come out to our shelters. I'm, I'm available 24 hours, seven days a week. I've invited people who have given us money over the years. Come see. You have to really see what happens at our shelters, in our behavioral health programs, in all the other programs we run. The staff, what they do and how they comfort these people throughout the day. It, again, seeing it is believing it. But if you can't come see the shelter, trust me, whatever dollars you particularly give the Catholic Charities, we'll make sure all the money goes to our clients and not anywhere else. It stays within the programs and it, and it moves people along to what they need to do. At the end of the day, everybody deserves a place to call home Everybody needs an education and they need to get back in society and working. And, and, and everyone says the same thing to me. Thank you so much. Because when they first arrive at the shelters, they don't believe they need that. But then after a couple of days with us, they realize they really, they want to get back into society. They want to get back into living with their families and relatives and, and having great relationships. And we want that as well with everyone that comes here. Again, Every success story I could tell you over 35 years, well, this pie would be on forever because I would continue to speak about it. It's just wonderful to see the need that we continue to help throughout our, our agency. But again, we, are, we partner with a lot of people and without the help of everyone, this couldn't be happening in Catholic Charities today. 
What, what I love about talking with you, John, is that you can tell by talking to the leadership of some of these programs in that um, some of them are really enthusiastic and have, still have that fire, almost as if I can imagine the same fire you had the first day and, and today, and just how proud you are of, of the staff, your team members, knowing that they're, they're doing such great work. And that comes through um, everything that you're sharing with us today. And that's one of the reasons I think the Greater New York Holiday Fund is really proud to have you as one of our portfolio partners this year, this holiday season to support um, and really shine a light so that people here, like the people on listening to this podcast today, um, can really get to know you guys better. Um, we believe it's people like you, John, that right here in our own backyard who are making that bold decision to dedicate your vocation to such worthy causes like this. That makes you our holiday hero today. Thank you so much. Um, one of the things that I, I guess ending on a, uplifting note is over this last year what could you help share what, what would you say is your best day that you had working for catholic charities this past year actually i could tell you exactly what it is kenny i actually there was a family that we i called on a friday afternoon i was just heading out my office about six thirty at night and i got a call from someone at a train station in norwich here and they said we really need your help and, uh, you know, I'm thinking who was around the Friday night to help me out here. But I was able to get a bunch of my staff together. We met the wo- woman with their children down in the Penn Station here in Newark. Mm. And, you know, and just to see the children's faces as I got down there, it was unbelievable to see. They were like, oh, my God, somebody's helping us. Brought them to our shelter here in Newark. And, uh, again, she was just overwhelming. And, again, I went home and told my, my kids that are older now and my wife and said, that's what makes me come to work every day. And I saw those little kids, three and five years old, smiling when I arrived at the scene to say, you know, someone's out there to help us on a Friday afternoon. And I was so proud of my staff and as well as the agency that we were able to help out. Again, we got that individual family into the shelter. And a couple of weeks later, she was able to get, and uh, we were able to get her education, put her back to school when our and the kids were put into daycare. So she'd go out back to school. Again, she's no longer without shelter. God bless. She's actually moved on and she's found her own subsidized apartment and the kids are still continually go to school and she's continually working now. So that's, those, are the, those are the wonderful stories. That's a great story. That's a, a fantastic, what a way to end your week as well, right? As, in terms of going home, feeling like Absolutely. that. Well, Thank you again, John, for sacrificing your time and talents for those who need it right here in Jersey. Heroes like you are making the difference where it counts. If someone wants to reach out to you and learn more about your organization, Catholic Charities, what's the best way to connect or, or, or really learn more? Um, can you share some of the contact information that people can follow up with? Absolutely. Uh, my my uh, email address is jwestervelt, W-E-S-T-E-R-V like in Vincent, E-L-T, at C-C-A-N nj.org and my phone number is 973-596-3984 great and i think your website if it is it ccannj.com .org okay ccannj.org Perfect. Well, thank you again, John, for coming on the show today. Um, and thank you all our listeners for making the time to listen to another holiday hero tell his story. What a fantastic group the Catholic Charities is um, helping people across all these counties of Greater Newark, New Jersey. I invite you to find out more about the Greater Newark Holiday Fund. You can just simply go to the website, 2017.holidayfund.org. And when you donate, 
you're making a difference where it counts. Till next time, I'm Kenny Jang, host of the show. Be good and be generous this holiday season. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's session, please help us share the work of the Greater Newark Holiday Fund with friends and family who can make a difference in northern New Jersey. You can do that by leaving a review on iTunes or by sharing our website, 2017.holidayfund.org, with your network. We believe that those who practice generosity during this critical time of year are our very own hometown holiday heroes. Let your generosity make a difference where it counts. The Greater Newark Holiday Fund is a giving partner you can believe in, trusted by more than 20 corporate and foundation grants and thousands of individual donors just like you. And don't forget to join us every week right here for the next installment of the Hometown Heroes of Jersey podcast.